Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Brian and Eric Don't Belong Here. I'm Brian Miller, and I'm here with my friend and co-host and colleague and buddy and fellow Ghostbuster and other things that imply that we do stuff together, Eric Brenner. Eric, what's up, man? Toodaloo. Eric, it's our first show of 2019. How you feel it? I actually, I want to say, I feel like most Fridays we we say, don't feel great. I feel fresh. I feel great. I feel good. It's almost as if it's a new year and it's a new us. I feel rejuvenated. It is kind of cool that sort of we give, culturally, we give everyone a chance to kind of start over and just say it. Feel good. Did you make a resolution or two? Uh, Are you allowed to say them? Does that undo it? Is it like a, saying a wish? Or is that I the don't different, think so. Different thing? I think it's okay. alright to say I think, in fact, no, I think you have to say them. Oh, you have to declare them. Yeah. Okay. It's otherwise, how will the universe know? Great deal. Uh, mine is mostly I want to get some life stuff a little more organized. Sure. Would love to have, like, a savings account. That's crazy. Uh, and uh, I got I got, a, I got an impending wedding coming up at you some sure point, do. and I want to lose some weight for it. I want to okay. be hot in the pictures. Damn. <laughs> Can we do a Brian and Eric Don't Belong Here training montage? I'm, yes. I think it has to involve running away from non-existent ghosts <laughs> that we're very afraid of. You mean existing ghosts. Yes. <laughs> that yes, are very real. It's super real. How dare you? Well... <laughs> Uh, what about you? Do you have any, like, uh, you looking into 2019 with any goals? I don't know. Like, I think, yeah. But I kind of do I kind of do see it as an arbitrary marker, too, to play the devil's sure. advocate. Like, sure. I feel like I'm always trying to come up with some new scheme or new new angle. Uh, so, yeah, but, but similar, I think. Also trying to just square away some, some life housekeeping some organizational things oh i installed a bidet in my apartment oh fuck yeah so off to a bang did you get that video slack i sent you no you didn't see the installation video no i sent it to you oh man (laughs) did you send that today uh no i sent it the other night at like midnight when i finished (laughs) (laughs) it was a tough install it's a i'll tell you what i i don't know how i've gone 31 years Without a bidet. Do you have the cleanest, freshest asshole? It's, dude, all right. Imagine, imagine you said, I took a shower today. And I said, okay, oh, cool. What'd you do? And you're like, well, I was really dirty. So I stepped into the shower and then I just rubbed a dry piece of (laughs) tissue paper all over my body. I'm super clean. I'm with you. You're living a lie, everyone. (laughs) It's crazy. Why, why would you not do that? I don't get it. I mean, so, I mean. I'm sold. I guess I'm going to go buy a bidet. I will install a bidet in your apartment. They're like $20. It's just the most... It's not hard. It comes with a little dumb plastic wrench. It's the only tool you need. Incredible. Game changer. This is just a bidet podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Bidet cast. Uh, Bidet by day. Our new new pod. Fuck this one. Bidet by day. I will say this little piece of uh, wisdom for the listeners, something I think about. I do think it's worth focusing on and kind of optimizing the things that you do every day. Sure. Like I'm having a real there. nice bed. Yeah, it's kind of a, 
uh, I've uh, you know I've always heard the old logic of like don't skimp on your shoes. Yeah, like, spend money on your if you're gonna your spend shoes money on your spend, bed. Yeah, if you're not in one, you're gonna be in the other. Absolutely. Hey, whoa. hey, whoa! And if you get the bidet going, you have all corners covered. I think that it's just now a life advice. Yeah. Show. Yeah, life pod. That also happens to be about don't get haunted by ghosts. That's one of our <laughs> biggest pieces of advice that we keep coming back to. <laughs> don't get haunted by ghosts. Uh, speaking of that, so yeah. I I think we need to give a little update to sure. our uh, oh yeah ghost encounter yes yes uh, in uh, liberal air quotes yeah, yeah to yeah. ghost encounter of yeah, yeah. uh, the light shut off a couple of weeks ago we posted our our Christmas episode yeah. where we were in the room we were in the lights turned off and we did the show in the dark and were. I was at least the most frightened. I was scared also. I was not, it's, I didn't feel good. It wasn't the greatest feeling. And we kept coming back to the feeling we had and how it didn't, it didn't feel good. Yeah, we couldn't really deviate. We kept trying to talk about it, talk like it was a normal show, stay on topic, but we kept coming back. But it was spooky. It was yeah, just, it was. it was spooky. So, and it was also weird that we couldn't turn the lights back on. Yeah. Uh, so. And, well, I should. Okay, you go, because I was going to add the part about what happened after we stopped recording, too. Uh, actually, you go for that now. Okay, so so one thing that you wouldn't know if you just listened to the episode, so the lights came back on, and we felt um, pretty normal again. We sort of felt like idiots, because the lights came on, and the mood was lifted, and we were like, oh, fine. The lights came on about at the 45-minute mark, which is, we kind of agreed. We're like, okay, we're going to be in here just for 45 minutes. We're going to ride this out, then we're going to go. 45 minutes rolls around, lights come back on, you'll hear it in the podcast, things get like fine again. So we get a little cocky. Once we wrap up, we're sticking around, we're kind of talking about what happened. We start replaying the podcast to hear how ridiculous we sound, very. Uh, And then we get to the part, we're, we're scrubbing through it, we get to the part where I say something like, Brian, can you feel how cold it is in here? I'm freaking out, I'm like, it feels so cold in the recording. When we're scrubbing to that part, the lights cut again. Again. On cue and won't turn back on. <laughs> and we just we just Scooby-Doo out of there was, at that point. I My theory at the time was, okay, if there is a ghost in here. Yeah. Uh, that, okay, we were saying we're only going to be here. Yeah, we made an agreement. Right. And then we broke so the, the ghost, promise. Turned the lights back on and was like, all right, get your stuff and go. Yeah, yeah, And then when we started hanging around, it was like, nope, fuck that. Lights back off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to play a little bit? You want to play in Ghost Town? You want to come down to Ghost Town? Play around, huh? So I thought this was entirely ridiculous. You know, I was enjoying playing the game, but I'm yeah, like, there's no, of course there's no. We're in an office. Yeah, yeah. Offices can't be haunted. Yeah. Uh, we, we later talk to the uh, our coworker who mostly works out of that studio space, yep. uh, Tony Wilson. Uh, great man. Great guy. So we were like, oh, man. So we said as a joke, oh, man, that studio, that room's haunted. Yeah. To which he, in like all seriousness, was like, yeah, it is. Yeah, super haunted. He's like, what? yeah, crazy. <laughs> it was like, so weird stuff has happened to him in there. Mm-hmm. And then we have two uh, recent like contractors. What did he say before you go into that? What did he say it happened? Because all he said to me was that he just got he just got very weird vibe. Like he just feels strange. In there. Okay, okay. So he had that, and then uh, we've recently hired at uh, the place where we work uh, two like contractors uh-huh. to help do some set stuff in yeah, there, yeah. and they were help helping set up some equipment. 
and I guess some audio equipment started going a little fucking crazy when it was just them in that room. Well, apparently, so they were messing around. They were like installing a soundboard or something. Yep. And then all of the lights just started going off in crazy patterns all over the board. And they're like, we build these things for a living. We've never seen this before. <laughs> what the fuck? So we got to go in there with like a... Uh, I guess, man. An what? EVP kind of situation. Or a or... Ouija board. or a... oh, God, I think we talked about this briefly Ouija's, with man. Tess. Yeah. Uh, but we, we got to do we it. We should get her advice. On this whole, yeah. if we do that, we got to do it real. We got to get the salt and the what. We gotta, we gotta be safe out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if we can have Tess on again. Obviously, because now we are podcasting superstars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we have her on again, I know it's like, too. It seems desperate. <laughs> I feel like we've actually we've sort of like we've sort of drafted and now we've sort of raced ahead. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tess, by the way, thank you uh, so much again for coming on the oh, show. Oh, God, we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that, an incredible episode. So, so much fun, and yeah. thank you for everybody who listened to it. Uh, and if you came back this week. Yeah, uh, welcome aboard. Well, <laughs> welcome aboard. Now that you've lost the only expert. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The only person who, you know, is charming and delightful and knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Now you're just left with the two guys in the back of the room yeah. sticking fingers in each other's ears and this, laughing about This is it. truly the podcast equivalent of a haunted house. You've been lured in <laughs> by tales. <laughs> and now you're just here. And it's just a musty old piece of junk. <laughs> Uh, we probably should stop apologizing for how bad this podcast is in the first so. like 10 minutes of every so. show. Yeah, we're, the, we're just the anti-salesman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, how was your holiday in of itself? This is a, So this is our first time like back in the room uh, uh, since Christmas. Yeah. Uh, how was how was your holiday? How was it going home? It was it was great, man. Hung out with the with the bro and his fam, three little kids. Wonderful. Stayed at that uh, haunted hotel again. Wait, you did stay at the haunted hotel Not again? In the room. Not in the haunted room, but in the haunted hotel. Uh, I did again hear walking into. So we'd spend most of the day. Sorry. So just for anybody like coming in for oh, the yeah, first yeah, time, yeah. give it like a little bit of context. So there's a hotel near, sort of in the region that my brother lives in. Uh, that is supposed to be haunted, uh, the Concord Colonial Inn. Uh, it was around during the Revolutionary War. Uh, it served as both the morgue and and basically like an operating room. This building that the hotel was then later built around, um, and this place is like a, a mecca for ghost hunters and people who are inter- interested in the paranormal because there's apparently a lot of spooky stuff that happens in the hotel itself generally, but in these two rooms specifically. I've almost stayed in them. Um, once or twice, but I always get way too scared and I don't, I don't do it. But so this holiday we were staying there again. Uh, it's actually, it's a lovely old hotel and I'm walking out and a lady is coming in talking with, uh, I guess her friends or other people she's staying there with very normal person. Wasn't a, wasn't a, you know, a Birkenstock wearing ghost hunter type, uh, and the Birkenstocks, a uh, ghost so thing? so actually, the last time I was there before this one, there was a group of paranormal investigators who were at the hotel, all wearing Birkenstocks no! with socks. No, yeah, yes, yes, yes. A lot I of, didn't know lot that of was a, thing. a lot of dreadlocks. Uh, <laughs> a lot of white people with dreadlocks. Pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, so she's walking out, and she's like, "Yeah, it was so weird. I woke up at three a.m. All the faucets were on in the bathroom. The lights were on." 
And she was, she was just, you could tell, she was just like a, a normal, like, middle-aged Long Island lady who's, like, not trying to mess with that junk. You know, she was just no. like, yeah, she was more, like, inconvenient. She's like, it was so fucking weird. No. Everything in the room was on. No. Yeah, how crazy Eric. So How crazy. are you not staying in that room? I, I think I have to. I'm so, I'm so afraid. I'll go with you. We should just go. It would be a funny <laughs> feel. It's, it's we'll also do a show from it. Yeah, true. We have to, right? A live thing. Yeah, maybe we do. I guess we do. I mean, yeah. I mean, you've got family in I, I do. Not that far. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just calling my mom. <laughs> yeah, immediately. It's like 7 p.m. <laughs> they cut me off at the bar. I'm very upset. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I think that's the plan. Massachusetts also has the Lizzie Borden Museum. I want to do shows from haunted hotels. It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah. That'd be really... Yeah, both both like live recordings and live shows. How about that? Someday. 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 One day. Someday. Someday. Uh, while I was home, I heard a spooky story. Yeah? Uh, not a big one. Not a... This is, a, this is according to my father, who is uh, the king of the overstated tale. But, yeah. Um, Love my dad very much, but uh, Great guy. don't don't use him as your primary source. Sure, uh, the man the man values a good story over. He's easily spooked by a rocking horse. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, so apparently, the office my dad works at, the security guys fucking hate it at night. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and apparently, I, I couldn't I couldn't get too many details out of him. He had no footage. He didn't. He did not properly document to present to me. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, was yeah. just sort of talking nonchalantly about it. But they hear weird shit throughout the building. And then the cameras, they see weird, like, faint objects, like transparent objects Dude, on the cameras. No, are we talking, like, orbs or figures? I believe figures. Get out of here. Dude, let's do a broadcast from the from the office. I, I guess we. I, that's it. That's also it. I think we have to. We're gonna go and we we're ghost gonna go to the now? yes. Yeah, we're. God damn it! I promised my. This was the one resolution I did make to myself in 2019. Do not become a ghost hunter. Uh oh, it's happening. Uh oh, shit. Just just the shantiest shit. ghost hunters. Yeah, yeah. We just have two would, tin cans attached with a string. If. Here's the thing we were ghost hunters. I don't know what we would do if we got one. I don't know. Yeah, it's a dog chasing a car kind of situation. <laughs> I I don't I would be so bummed. I mean, hopefully, here's here's all we could hope for. That the ghost would be an older gentleman <laughs> who felt bad for us and was looking for two young bumbling idiots to become a spiritual mentor to. That sounds great. We I mean, just that, become I mean, so wise. I mean, that sounds like our, our animated TV series. Yeah, yeah. Coming down the pike. Coming yeah. to TBS in 2020. Um, yeah, fuck. I, uh, I had a thought and I lost it. Here's the thing. I'll just say this. I feel like that's an interesting scenario too is, so we talk a lot about how crazy it would be to be living in a haunted house because of how hard it is to move. Sure. Uh, imagine you're like a blue collar guy, you're a security guard and your work is haunted. You can't, it's not that easy to find a new job. Maybe you've got bills, you've got debt, you can't just quit. Sure. You're kind of trapped and nobody's going to believe you. Right, right. But here's the thing. Here's what, it's almost comforting to me. Yeah. Of like, man, if something were, if something super haunted were to happen at your workplace, man, that'd make the news. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. That's probably not worth much, but like that would be an event. Oh, you mean for you? Like if you work there, it would be a cool thing in your life. I mean, I just think if something were to happen to you and you were to like die, or if you were in danger. <laughs> yeah. Man, and, and it was there was some sort of like spiritual cause of it. Yes, yes. That would be like notable evidence that ghosts exist. Oh, that'd maybe be a not. Real thing. I guess they could just make something fall on you. I maybe, don't f- yeah, maybe you have a heart attack. I guess you're right. People die of fear. I guess you are correct. That's crazy. So wait, what does your dad? So what does your dad say about all this? Has he ever seen? My dad fully believes these it. These are just the stories. These are just the stories, but my dad is just fully like, "Yep, yep, that, that's haunted." Wow. Based on no personal experiences of his own. So He's does just, he like? Does he like try to get out of there by a certain time? And <laughs> probably, if he yeah. thinks of it, I'm sure. But yeah, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. He didn't mention that. Crazy dude. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's truly everywhere. Wow. Yeah, I would love to see some of that footage. I that's what we gotta do. We gotta that's gotta be our next step. Yeah. We Let's gotta go get up that there. Footage. We should go on a road trip. We should. We, we should. should. I got a car. Well hop in. Yeah, fuck. Okay. Okay. Done. I think that's what we're doing. Done. Now. <laughs> What's on the soundtrack? At least a little bit of Tracy Chapman. Just Tracy Chapman on Fast repeat. Car. Fast on car. Loop. Fast car and Fleetwood Max landslide. Just it's some sort of like weird owl version of Fast Car that's about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> You got a fast ghost. <laughs> fast ghost. <laughs> fast ghost by Weird Al. Al, if you want to come on, we're not having too much luck with Andrew WK. Uh, <laughs> we're coming for you, buddy. But if you want to come on the show as a musical guest, more than welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Just specifically to sing Fast Ghost. <laughs> fast and ghost. then get the fuck out. And then you get out. <laughs> You're not stealing our show, Weird Al. It's, we're Weird Brian and Eric. Oh, no. <laughs> what an episode. This is how we greet our legions of new listeners from Astonishing Legends. Every now and again, we, you know, we, we go off on a tear, and yeah. uh, I look over at the time. Yeah. And it's just like seeing such a small number. Like, we're, we're 18 minutes later. It's like, oh, oh sure. shit. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, it's like shit. when you try to hold your breath underwater when you're a kid in the pool. You can't look at a watch. Right. You just gotta go. You have to let it unfold like a beautiful rose. But it's like, no, there's so much time left. We'll get there. We have so much stuff to cover. We do. We do. Uh, have we we opened up an email account? Yeah. Just so people can get in touch with us. Did we get anything? We we sure did. Uh, great segue. So yeah, one of one of the um, uh, a couple of a couple of people who heard our interview with Tess, I guess who who were astonishing legends fans, and again, w- welcome aboard. Um, we're usually actually this is about the normal quality of our show, so <laughs> get, get used if, to it. If you if you stuck around, yeah. wow, yeah. wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so she actually she we were in communication. She texted me. She's like, hey, some people are asking for your guys' email. Uh, so we made one. It's like, I guess, like, I guess we need one of those. Yeah, I guess we should have one. Um, so we, so we made one. We, we got some emails. We got a particularly, uh, really thoughtful, really, really cool one that that we want to read on the air. Um, and if any of you guys have stories, obviously we we have a we have a Twitter, uh, and our email is Brian and Eric Pod at gmail dot com. So so feel free to to email us anything you want. Um, obviously if you just want it to be private correspondence, that's, that's fine as well, but we're happy to read, uh, stories like this on the air. So, so this person sent us an email. I'm just going to, I'm just going to read it. Also for the, yeah, for the record, we will assume you don't mind us reading it unless you tell us otherwise. Yes, correct. Correct. But we obviously will keep everything in. Right. Of course. Uh, so, so yeah, this person wrote in, they, they had some, some really kind things 
things to say, and then they kind of got into some of their own interesting experiences. So, so here we go. Okay. An urban legend from my youth. It is the summer of 1979 in a small farm town in south-central Idaho. I am 15. I heard from several acquaintances that a red-slash-orange van was roaming the country trying to lure kids into the van. The kids would never be seen again, and they would be, quote-unquote, sold to satanic cults. Nobody actually knew anybody that firsthand knew this. It was always, my older brother heard from a friend at school that, that there is this van, or something like that. I heard several iterations of the story over the next few years in that town. Okay, so spooky van, spooky uh, van. cults. That's apparently child kidnapping is a thing uh, satanic cults were accused of. Well, what's we, what what struck me about this is this is Brian. Have you heard? Have we talked about the Franklin cover up? No, we have not. Oh man, there is an awesome. So last podcast on the left did like a three part series on this, and it's basically I don't even honestly I don't even really want to talk about it too much on the air because it is so messed up and actually listening to it in on last podcast on the left made me scared for them because if the allegations of of what's involved in this case are true this would be very dangerous stuff to know and so the the, the allegations of the what franklin the fuck are you talking about are that there was there was basically i believe it's in it takes place in iowa it's a midwestern state i'm blanking on it now but that there was a government CIA-run child sex ring, which sounds insane. Yep, yep. <laughs> sounds very conspiratorial and crazy, except that the attorney general of the state was actually prosecuting several people in connection with this. What? A couple of lawyers on the prosecution team died in very mysterious what? ways, like plane crashes. There's crazy evidence. To that kind of surfaces and it implicates very high level politicians and a lot of people in connection with it have died mysteriously. It's crazy. Weird. And there's been a couple documentaries that almost made it to TV that get pulled at the last minute. Weird. Yeah, very crazy. So this is a, around the same geography, around the same timeline. And so this is what this made me think of. And so what one of the allegations is that children would be taken, abducted from orphanages and then just people, you know, kids... Wandering kids, homeless kids would be abducted and then and then taken into these these sex rings. Yikes! Yeah, very crazy, very crazy. So and there's like dark ritualistic stuff. It's, it's I don't I don't even know. First of all, last podcast did such an in depth and and great job covering it. I don't know that we are equipped to tackle this very serious, <laughs> yeah, insane, thing. real like serious shit. And it's also like it's legit one of those things that is it's if it's true, it is terrifying and i don't want to know about it sure crazy sure there are those things it was like i, I don't, got enough problems I, man i don't <laughs> rent's a little tight this yeah, month exactly. i'm like Literally. i don't fucking yeah, i got I'm, shit to- i'm a i'm a content sheeple uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh it's true man yeah okay so and so he goes on so he's he's sort of going through uh, the the different di- he he went through a lot of our our back or this person went through a lot of our back catalog. Um, next, it was the Halloween episode. Interesting. The Three Kings thing sounds like a more involved version of Bloody Mary. But my late husband dabbled in magic before we met. Magic with a K. Magic with a K, not the Gathering. 
<laughs> I still have his books and runestones and a few other tidbits. He told me that it was his experience that one does not, quote-unquote, dabble in that arena past a point. They are all in at a certain point or not at all. That's kind of why he went back to his Catholic roots. I know, Catholic, robes, wizards, etc. I do believe in another side, and also that human intention can be a powerful thing. Over at Where Did the Road Go, another podcast, which actually I started listening to a bit of. It's, it's very cool, so uh, hopefully we could reach out to them at some point. They talk about tulpas and other thought forms fairly regularly. Interesting stuff. About six years ago, my godson called me at like midnight with a problem. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I have a godson. <laughs> yeah. He and his wife had been very active in LARP, live-action role-play games. Their current, six years ago, game was about the legendary Witch v. Vampire feud. I don't know. Do you know what? Is that like uh, Vampire the Masquerade, maybe, or something? Uh, I have not heard of that, this That game. LARP system. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so it was uh, about the legendary Witch v. Vampire feud. He told me that they were on the witch side and that they had cast a series of spells, made up, of course, against the vampire side. Then weird shit started to happen, to them. Stuff was moved around the house, slash went missing. Things went bump in the night. They both had bad lack of sleep issues. Sounded like poltergeist stuff. The cats started acting weird. Okay, weirder than cats usually are. <laughs> cats are quite weird. Okay, full disclosure, I am more of a dog <laughs> I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. The best. I told him what my husband had told me. They crave attention. If you ask... They is in uh, uh, quotations. and Oh, boy, that's spooky. Yeah, spooky quotes. If you ask them into your life, they might oblige. They may not entirely listen, but you need to ignore them at a certain point. They are like that annoying eight-year-old nephew at the family reunion. The more attention you give them, the more they are annoying and the more attention they crave. We talked sometime later. He said that they they tried hard to ignore the quote-unquote thing. It eventually went away, and they could sleep again. Thank you for being out there. Like the show. That guy rules. Uh, But that's kind of what we talked about was with, uh, with chaos magic, and when you kind of create your little marketing demon... Uh, that we're gonna, you have to eventually starve it for attention. You can't have it. That's yeah, that's right. That's exactly what what Blue Fluke talks about in yeah. the manual. That's crazy. Yeah, that you sort of power these things down by just ignoring them. And that's why you're not supposed to give it a name or a personality or like anthropomorphic anthropo anthropo give it human like features. Nailed it. <laughs> Some fucking porky pig bullshit going on there, man. <laughs> it's a lot of syllables in that. Word. It is. It's too many. Yeah, fuck, it's the word's fault, not Humanify. <laughs> the word is the dumb one. I am the smart one. Yeah, fuck you, word. Get out of here, word. Uh, I loved. I loved this email. What a what a what. This is my favorite kind of thing, where it's just vaguely spooky and mysterious and kind of explainable, but kind of not. Right. Right. Like maybe his godson and 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 his. Uh, wife at the time just sort of freaked themselves out right it's like that is entirely what can happen or maybe it was something more and i I also love the detail about how what theoretically caused this was a spell that they cast not even believing in it right not even think it was real except in the context of this game right 
but that it travels into the real life. Which is what we've been warned about when we've been fucking around. Multiple times. <laughs> by multiple people. <laughs> many, many times. You're just kind of inviting it from these things or yeah like you think that... you're fu- you're just like pressing numbers on a phone <laughs> like a big dumb idiot and things pick up you're just dialing inmates in a penitentiary it's like hello <laughs> and then you hang up i'm gonna murder you <laughs> got him <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man um fucking Yikes! Yeah, very, very crazy. But this sort of, I guess, playful—I don't know—just a sense of like, I don't, I, I love the, the way this person wrote about just like, you don't quite know, right? It's, it's you just don't know. It could be a lot of things. Yeah. But fuck. What if it's the spooky one? What if it's option spooky? <laughs> what if it is the spooky door? I mean, I, li- I do, I do like the detail about how the. The, the late husband is kind of into this and then hits a point. He's like, I'm out. I'm going to go. Yeah. You, do you believe that you can kind of, you're kind of in or you're out? I think so. I mean, I think even just from, if we want to take just a very practical psychological explanation or, or view, it's almost like, so you start believing that you have control over a ridiculous extent of your reality. Like, not just yourself, but external reality. And I think you either need to fully embrace that and own that game, or it will make you crazy. And you have to fully not believe that anymore and adopt some other system that lets you, like, exit that software. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. Fuck. I don't know. I hope this guy writes this. And if this person wants to call, it'd be awesome to have him on the show. Uh, we wrote him back. Hopefully he'll come on at some open point. Invite open invite to come on the show yeah. anytime and tell us more. Yeah, very cool. Uh, so I kind of want to go back up to the front. Uh, yeah, yeah. Talking about Satanists kidnapping kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I found online, I had some things I was planning on talking about today. Maybe we'll get around to it. Um because like I was hoping this that this would fill a whole hour. I don't think it's going to. Mm-hmm. But uh, my buddy posted uh, today on Facebook a YouTube video. I'll put it in the show description. Sure. Uh, it's, well, it was a 80s or 90s VHS training video for police on how to deal with satanic cults. It features a man who may or may not be Mike Ditka. <laughs> The NFL Chicago Bears. <laughs> and it's it's an hour long, and it is fucking wild. I, really, I haven't. I, today was crazy. I did not get a chance to watch it. I would love to hear just the rundown, the whole deal. What's yeah, the it's so I, I So when I first, wa- I first put it on, I was like, okay, this is just, I, I'm going to be able to talk about this forever. Uh, not really. Yeah. Uh, but so it opens, it's got the cheesy, like 80s, 90s music, mm-hmm. uh, a logo over a pentagram of like dealing with satanic cults. Yeah. Uh, incredible. We've got uh, Gordon C. Coulter, who does in fact resemble Mike Ditka a little, yeah. who uh, is a cop and a pastor. Hell yeah. So I also worth noting, I do not know if this video was created or commissioned by. Uh, any police department or if this was like created by 
I would like to say there's a there's a class of not class, but there's a couple of guys who are cops turned paranormal or occult investigators slash exorcists, and they all rule. Yeah, for sure. There's They're like a hard-boiled New wild. York guy. I, I think we talked about him on the show. I forget his name. But there's a guy who's like a former NYPD hard-boiled Bronx detective who turns into like an exorcist and werewolf hunter and like writes <laughs> books about it. Uh, it's a it's an amazing combo. Uh, in our chat room right now, because we are, we are uh, broadcasting this live, uh, PJ Callen uh, has joined our chat room. Hello, welcome. What's up, man? Uh, he posted a Chicago Tribune article titled Satanic Cults Grow in Pre- Growing in Preserves. Uh, this huh. is from 1989. And uh, he pulls a quote from it that's very interesting if you ever do walk into a ceremony you'll never get your model 66 out of your holster he warned you'll be dead dang 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 dang, dang. wow that's crazy <laughs> wow uh gim ghoul it's hell yeah it's that that 80s 90s satanic it, it, so many suburban moms Afraid yeah. of yes. Satanists. Yes. Uh, and that's where I assume this training video kind of came out of. Like I said, mm-hmm. I don't know if a, any police office like commissioned this or if yeah, a yeah. private company made it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, everyone involved has some sort of like religious bent. So sure. I am leaning towards thinking a religious organization produced this video. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, with the intention of police watching it as training. Yeah, a police training video from some religious right. org. Gotcha. Right. Uh, so, uh, in the first couple of minutes of the video, we are introduced to Eric Pryor. Okay. Eric Pryor is a former high priest of Satanism. Wow. And now, but he's he's renounced it. Yeah. And now, he's a Christian minister. Is this Do you think he really was a high priest of Satanism? No. Okay. <laughs> no, Super I not. don't. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you could get away with so much stuff before Google. Right. You could just say right. things like that. Right. Uh, I will say, I watched the video. Like I said, I'll put the link in the episode description. The man has an incredible mullet. I mean, this guy, this man Got is to. my dad now, Got if to. I have any say in the matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he uh, is about to, his job, his role in this video is to walk these presumably police officers who are going to be uh, watching this video mm-hmm. through a local park mm-hmm. so they can see signs of Satanism. Sure. Uh, and what to like look for, and uh, they they just stumble across things through the video that were clearly planted for the sake of the video. Yeah. Um, they find oh they find a pentagram on a tree, but he specifically notes well uh, this one's upside down. <laughs> That's so funny. So it's just a star. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. a normal star. Yep. Very yep. positive symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just a, a star covered yeah. by a circle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they find a bloody noose. <laughs> wow. Just really, uh, first of all, that's a crime. That's an active crime scene. Right, Probably right. It was like no, they're just like oh, well, on past weird Satanism, yeah. huh? Hose that off back at the <laughs> station. <laughs> uh, my favorite line that this guy uh, says, like I said, this would have been eighties uh, or nineties. Uh, the man says, and I swear right to camera, it's like now there's two communities that are going to be using this park: uh, Satanists and homosexuals. And now those two may are surprisingly very linked. <laughs> Big overlap on and the then Venn they diagram. Just <laughs> never touch on that again. So it's just like, holy shit, we are going there. Yeah, you just leave it, leave it in. Um, truly, truly insane. That's so uh, wild. But uh, yeah, it was my my other favorite part was I wish I wrote down more 
Uh, the man mis for a satanic high priest mispronounces so many things. Oh, really? Of, like some basic stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget how he says Baphomet, okay. but he says that wrong. Uh, pronounces Tarot, Tarot. <laughs> tarot. The T is not silent. What are we, French? Tarot. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's uh, like saying croissant. <laughs> Um, he then proceeds, like, so he brings us through where they find a, a shocking amount of, uh, Satanist activity in mm-hmm. this part through graffiti and, uh, a, like, a bloody noose that was probably used in animal sacrifice. Sure. Um, but then they bring you through things you might find at a Satan, Satanist crime scene. Yeah. Um, and then they bring you through, they talk to another cop. Uh, the cop is interviewed about uh, a case, a real legitimate murder case that he was involved in where mm-hmm. somebody probably mentally ill uh, did things in the name of Satan. Yeah. Uh, but he has tips. He okay. has tips on what how do, to deal what, what do we got? with a Satanist or a Satanist situation. I only wrote down the first one because the first one is uh, a chef's kiss. Mwah. Okay. <laughs> like, Erica, shit you not. His first tip to dealing with Satanism is don't rationalize. <laughs> you can't. That's a tool of the devil, Brian, you fool. Don't you dare go in there and think, that's a mentally ill man. No, or no, 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 no. that is a person on drugs. No, possessed nope. by an infinite evil. <laughs> don't rationalize it. Don't think about it. Don't use your brain. Satanist. Is that is that what he meant? Pretty he, much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, hey, don't hey, try to justify don't it. Try don't try to justify it. It's, it's Satanism. Wow. It's truly wild. That's crazy. I actually do. I do have one sort of anecdotal story related to uh, Satanism in, in a park. So, Fuck yeah. Uh, this is actually pretty cool. So uh, back in college, uh, I was dating a girl whose sister was dating a guy who was Dominican and grew up in New York, I think in Queens. Um, and we were hanging out with them one day, and he and his sister started talking about a time when they were little kids, and I forget what park they were in, but they were sledding in uh, in Queens, and they found a sick jump. Like, they made a sick ramp out of snow, and so they're sledding on this thing. They're going over this awesome ramp. It's just sort of like a, a weird bulge in the terrain. Sledding on it, doing sick jumps. It slowly starts to move, and they uncover, they sled over it so much, they uncover what's underneath it. No, what's underneath it? Eric. A sacrificed goat no! carcass. Yeah, they were like, holy shit, we're sledding on a Santeria goat. <laughs> oh, no. They'd literally been sledding all day on on the a goat with a slit throat in like a, there's a very Caribbean neighborhood in like a Santeria ritual, which had been left in the park. Oh, no. Which is crazy. And obviously Santeria is a different thing than Satanism. Right, but right. But I will say, people will use uh, the nature, right, to do some to do some stuff. So I'm I'm scrolling through this uh, Chicago Chicago Tribune article that PJ Callen uh, uh, posted for us. Uh, he, uh, PJ also uh, comments that goat sounds like good eating, waste of a goat. I agree. Goat Dude, is excellent. I love a goat. Goats do. Um, you ever go to like a, a Greek like cookout with just like sure. the goat on the shank? Goat and oh. lamb, underrated oh, it's meats. Great. It's very good. Great. Uh, welcome to our shit podcast within a podcast <laughs> where we talk about great meats, culinary delights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we, there's a interesting little segment for you. So this article largely uh, is about uh, some woods outside of Chicago. Okay, 
And uh, so this is directly from the article. This, likewise, is not about bodies dumped by hitmen or poor girls or children who wander into trouble. The libraries are full of headlines about them. This is new and growing. The demented cult that used the woods to coldly sacrifice animals and, it is feared, possibly even humans in satanic rituals. According to law enforcement officers, this happens more than any of us can imagine. No. And the cops themselves are warning each other to be careful. If you're walking deep into the woods and if you see anything like this, get back out and call for help, a veteran cult investigator told the annual meeting of the Illinois Conservation Police last week in Peoria. If you see animals hanging from trees, get out. If a person comes up to you and says he sees, he's seen something funny going on, get out. Get some help. That could be a warning. Do you what, think? do you got a comedy show going on in these woods? What's happening? <laughs> stab, stab, stab. I like something funny. Yeah, I like jokes. Um, so the thing is, like, I have a question. I have done no research on this. Okay. Uh, so the Satanic Panic, uh, 80s, 90s, yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure, there have been mentally ill people who have, you know, committed heinous crimes in the name of Satan. Mm-hmm. Uh. But, like, largely, there has been no widespread evidence of satanic rituals or, like, crimes committed by... Well, I mean, there is a church... You know, there's the Anton LaVey Church of Satan, but it's not... I don't think they really do anything violent or evil. No. It's a pretty rational kind of club. Right. You know, probably a little smelly, probably a little lame. Yes, yes, uh, yes. uh, If any Satanists are listening, sorry. (laughs) um, Prove us wrong, call it. Yeah, right. Uh... But I do have to wonder if all of that news coverage created some. Sure. You know? I think so, probably. Like, that happens all the time now. Yeah, yeah. People get radicalized by stuff they see on TV. Yes, yes. Uh, and, like, attempts to combat it. Yeah. And you think it's real. So you are you think you're joining into a larger movement that already exists. Right. And it doesn't. But you're by you joining it, you have created a larger that's, movement. We're talking about that's chaos magic. Round two. Fuck crazy it's all chaos it's all chaos magic all chaos magic baby uh yeah i think that is i think that is probably true um i mean there are so doing some research for for our show generally like there are actually quote unquote like magical lodges where people who think they are want to become like wizards and magic practitioners like not magicians like sleight of hand but like people who want to like do magic hang out and try to do stuff. Any in Brooklyn that we should be uh, joining up with? That's a great cue. I don't know. Let's look it up. Dude, that'd be crazy. Shit. I feel like we could not gain admission. <laughs> Whatever their test is, written or oral. We got him! Yeah. <laughs> Say anthropomorphize. <laughs> Fuck. You son uh, of a Ah, we bitch. tried it. <laughs> yeah. Your dark arts! <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's look them up. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's... Got, I mean, that's what I was thinking too. Like, there's got to be people somewhere who are the full stereotype of like an evil... Like, want to do like like sadistic things. There have to be. Right? There have to be. But also, are those people charismatic enough to get a full following? I don't know. Good cue. But like, there has to be somebody there who does truly worship Satan. Yeah. In, like, the full media way. In the we- evil way. Right. Whether that is, a you know, an image created by the media that they are then uh, drawing yes. from. Yeah, 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 But, 
Yeah, fuck. Well, there's so many people. There's gotta be. There's gotta be. Yeah, it is. It is confusing though, because you're right. I think the vast majority are maybe just mentally ill or confused people or, or lost people or whatever. And then there's like this the open Satanists who it's not really. I don't want to say it's like lamer than you'd expect, but like the Satan they talk about is a di- it's a it's like a sleight of hand. It's not the Satan you read about in the Bible. Right. Right. It's kind of just a. This might be oversimplifying it, but it's it's to get a reaction out of people. You yeah, know? yeah, and it's like reframed as like a being of light and rationality, <laughs> and like hum- it's kind <laughs> of like an atheism thing in right. a way. I don't know. Right. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to mess with any scary, like a scary Satanist. I feel like I'm cool. I feel don't. like we should interview one. Where do we find? That is one? true. I would definitely talk to one. Maybe over email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe not direct. Easily frightened. Uh, that's wait. So where? So what? Ha- so do they like in this in this in this training film? Do they show any like any crazy stuff? Do they show uh, a couple of still frames from crime scenes? Whoa. Uh, mostly, uh, like there was like a body with some stuff carved into it, like pentagrams and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably from one or two cases. That's pretty crazy. It was. I, I definitely scrolled through because I was definitely watching it at work. And yeah, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Reason it's not too graphic, but like if somebody was walking by my desk, they would stop. That is the that is super the problem with doing research for this for this podcast. Not that then this is the reason we don't do a lot of it. Uh, like and looking up any of this stuff at work is so sketchy. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, one would say if we truly cared about it, we yeah. would do it at home. But <laughs> unreal, crazy. That, I got shit to do. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Well, even Tess was saying, in, and they talk about it in the Astonishing Legends episode, there were. Someone basically moved in to the Sally house in order to do weird rituals. And there was weird stuff on the right. floor in the basement. Um, very strange. So uh, this year, uh, my 2019 resolution is we're going to do one satanic ritual. God damn it, Brian. Yeah, baby. God damn it, Brian. Yeah, baby. Oh, no. I'm going to be outside with like a baby monitor. But then we'll be Satan's buds, and we'll be we'll be the powerful ones. No, man, you go ahead. You go ahead. We're not gonna we're not gonna sacrifice anybody. We're not gonna we're not gonna do anything bad or illegal. We're just gonna talk to Satan. Let me ask you this. I'll ask you this one. Here's one. Would you would you sell me your soul for sufficient? How much? I, I oh, okay, okay. Are we or living, not even me? Someone, anybody? Okay. Are we living in a reality where boom, there's a confirmed soul, and no, like, we're just in no, this we're world. just we're just in, we're this, in world. this world. Yeah, yeah. How, I did. how much? Um, Would you do it for five dollars? No. Okay, okay, okay. Set me up. Set me up. With the situation here, has someone come up to me at a bar and be like, give me your soul for $5? Yeah, yeah I'd, pr- I'd probably take $5, yeah. A non-threatening person at a bar comes up with you. They have a contract, a fairly formal contract, but it's not, you know, you don't need any to give any personal information, just your first and last name. Maybe you have to, like, pick your, prick your thumb, get a little blood going, and, and thumbprint it. Uh, yeah. PJ Callen says things didn't work out for Bart Simpson when he sold his this soul to Lisa. That's a good PJ, point. this is the exact scenario I'm thinking of. Okay, okay. So just to, just to set a scene. Yeah. I'm in a bar. I'm with some buddies. Yep. Uh, this person comes. Uh, man, woman, t- 
tall, thin, fat, suit, well-dressed. Uh, a tall, thin man who is well-dressed, but does not seem sinister Okay. in any way. Okay. Fairly charismatic, but not unusually so, not suspiciously so. Okay, okay. Comes up to you and says, hey, I had a, I had a bet going with some of my friends that I couldn't get anybody in here to sell me their soul. All I need you to do, once we agree on a price, is prick your finger with this thumbtack. You could wash it, whatever, make sure it's safe. You use your own. I just need a little drop of your blood. Thumbprint the contract and write your first and last name on it. You could read it. And the contract is pretty straightforward. It just says, I write your name, you know, sign here, hereby give my eternal soul to the uh, this other guy's name for all of eternity, no strings attached, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Okay. So my first question would be, so this is a bet that he has with his friends. This is what he's telling you. Right, of course, of course. But my question would be, what is he getting out of this? What's his bet? Because I want want a chunk of (laughs) whatever the bet is now. Sure, okay. That would be my first question. So you would say to him, you'd be like, all right, cool. Well, you're going to pay me X dollars. And then on top of that, I get whatever percent of the bet. Yes. I was like, I'll I'll help a guy out. I'll help you win your bet. Sure. I think that's ge- if we were genuinely in this situation, that's probably what I would do. Of like, yeah, I'll help you win your bet. What, what am I gonna get out of it? Okay. Well, let's simplify it. It's say there's no bet, and okay. he's just like, he's just like, I just, I think it's interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, if I have to prick my, if blood is involved, and like he's asking me to prick my finger in a bar, no matter what, it's like, okay, that has gone from. Can I give you $20 to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to, all right, you, you are asking something of me. Hmm. I'd say 100 bucks. I'd do it. 100 bucks. In in this reality where, yeah, like, yeah, I don't necessarily even believe in yeah, a soul. It's just yeah. this world. There's no, yeah, you have no special information. Like, you have a soul. You don't have a soul. It's just this world that we live in right now. Yeah. And it's tough because, like, I don't know how much can I, I don't know. Is this guy a millionaire? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 give yeah, me a pile yeah. of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is? No, I don't know. Oh, you yeah. You have to negotiate. Yeah. I don't know. I would, yeah, I don't know. If if I got asked cold blank in the middle of nowhere, I'd probably, you know, I'd be like, ah, 100 bucks. And the, but he could talk me down. If he's like, dude, I'm not, I'm not giving you 100 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be talked, I could probably be talked down to like 50 bucks. It's not Man. great. It's not great. Yeah, I would at least set your price, your minimum price, a little higher. I'd at least go 500. I don't think I would do it at all. Really? I don't think I would. It, it would have to be. An amount of money that would solve all of my problems for the foreseeable future, material problems for the foreseeable future. But the catch is if it got that high, I would become instantly suspicious why someone was willing to pay that amount of money for sure. my quote unquote soul. Sure, sure. And then I probably would freak out and not do it anymore. <laughs> if this was if it was a life changing amount of money, like this, I never have to worry about. It was like hundred percent, ten million dollars. Ten million, hundred percent. A guy want, comes up to you in a bar with a briefcase filled with ten million dollars. Like, I just need your soul, man. Hundred percent. And literally, I would have, I would just slice open my finger right there. You and give him like, probably ah. one of you. Probably sell one of your fingers. Yeah. For ten million. Yeah. Like, and conversely, this is how weird I am, and and superstitious I am. I would sell someone my. If someone was like, I need your left pointer finger for ten million dollars, done. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't yeah, use I mean, it yeah, for same. anything. Yeah, I, it would it, make playing the switch slightly harder. Right. There are very few things I wouldn't do for ten million dollars. <laughs> True. True. But I don't think I'd get. I don't think I'd give up my soul. I don't even know if I believe in it as a thing. Yeah. But it's adjusted. It's like a Pascal's wager kind of situation. If it's real, and I just fucked up in eternity, 
of damnation, if that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you're so pumped. You can't see Brian's face, but it just lit up like a diabolical Christmas tree. Yeah, but you're going to go down fucking partying, man. I guess. I guess you will. Fuck. Wow. Well, if any of the listeners have $10 million and want to buy Brian's soul. Yeah, man. it's up. Yeah, actually, I'll throw that out there. Hit up the email, brianandericpod at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, we're, I guess he's taking bids. Yeah. Say, give me your offer. I will wow. mail you a contract with a bloody finger. Brian, pet. no. Brian, no. My Venmo is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Fuck. What a mess. It's good to be back. Yeah, it is good to be back. Good to be back in the groove. Back yeah. in the saddle. Yeah. Uh, fuck, dude. Fuck, dude. Well, I'm glad. I'm PJ. I'm glad you joined us in the chat today. It's yeah, pretty cool. Thank good, you. To, good to meet you, pal. Uh, agree that goat is good. Uh, Eric, do you know where uh, that spooky background music we got? Yeah. That's from purple-planet.com. Is it? It's, it's so free. good. It's free. It's really good. Check it out. Uh, it's free. You just got to give them credit like I just did. Yep. Which I was happy. I would do it anyway because it's yeah, so good. They're great. Uh, our intro and outro music? That's that Morris Black. Black. It's, it's Morris Black. Morris Black. I knew it. You can find him on Spotify and he fucking... He's awesome. Don't you know him? I do. I do. I uh, met him at a party many years ago and we're still Facebook friends. That's cool. <laughs> you think he'd ever come on the show? What's well, it? Yeah. Yeah. Music guy. This guy, he's moving to New York soon. Oh, sick. Uh, uh, let's see here. We, uh, Eric, I, I, I got, a, I got some itchy thumbs here. I feel like tweeting some things about some spooky paranormal things. Do yeah, we, yeah. do we have an account or we can? Yeah, we do. We do. I love. I was listening to a previous episode where you're asking me these questions, and I'm so eagerly answering them <laughs> as if I'm proud to know the answers to this very basic information. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> it's Brian and Eric Pod. Yes. On Nailed Twitter. it. I was not totally sure. At Twitter.com. On Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also, Brian and Eric Pod is also the name at gmail.com. That's where you can email us as well. Yes. That's, look, great ways to get in touch with us. Here by popular demand. Didn't have one before. There, yes. And that's a, that's another great way to get in touch with us. Long form. Yeah, long form. Send us uh, stories. Send us anything you got. Yeah. Uh, offers, offers for my soul. Yeah. Taking bids. Uh, let's see. We also got, uh, we're on Apple Podcasts and your podcast app of choice. Hey, maybe rate and leave a review. That'd be it's sick. It's super nice of you. Uh, Even if you... a one-word review. It says good. <laughs> Just good. Good. <laughs> Honestly, that's the only recommendation I need. I yeah. don't need a big, long thing about how much you enjoy All it. All I need to know. Or about host chemistry or, no. like, subject matter or anything. Just good. Listen or skip. Star count. <laughs> that's it. Uh, should we get out of here? Yeah, let's go, man. It's Friday. Let's hit it. Andrew WK, we're coming for you, buddy. Coming for you, buddy. Hang in there. Thanks, everybody. Stay weird. Stay spooky.